and welcome to Echoes of Glory Season 8, Episode 4. I'm Jack. I'm Jay. I'm ASD. We've got lots to cover today. There's been a lot of stuff going on in the last week or so, so we'll go straight into it. So what I want to know is, what is the worst run of defeats that you've seen as a Spurs fan? And we're doing this for perspective. So ASD, you've done loads of prep for today. I've done research, right? Because I don't come on here anymore. Um, <laughs> As much as I'm, but I'm, yeah. I am now. I am now. I'm, Pleased to have you. Yeah. Well, you know, I've I've been with my daughter. I've got used to her. I'm done. You know, I don't want to. Do <laughs> my, my job as a parent is now yeah. done, and yeah. that is how it works. Yeah. <laughs> Tell you what is the annoying thing about being a parent. I know we're on the time thing. He's being told off for using the word babysitting all the time. So like Wednesday night, Thursday night, there's a ball game thing. You know, like my ball games, and there's a ball game meet where I live in Letchworth. And I wanted to go to it, meet the local dorks. And then we were always like, oh, I want to go out. Or Mrs. SD, was, I want to go out, I want to meet someone. I was like, it's ball game night. But now I have to be home babysitting. But it's not babysitting, it's parenting. The worst defeat... <laughs> <laughs> Moving swiftly Moving on. on. The worst, don't get me started. You asked the worst run of defeat. Yeah. I went, you know, I've got a list. I've, for listeners who don't know, I've got an Excel sheet that I keep on my desktop. It's got... 153 get all 153 games I've ever been to with the attendance where I was it's sat. an amazing sheet it's, it is an amazing sheet I'll send sheet. Jack a screenshot so he can stick it on the, mm. the page and I went through it I've not never seen us live lose more than twice in a row mm. and they happen like five or six times the worst defeat was the 5-0 to Liverpool I know it's not worst defeat it's worst string of defeats yeah. so I've been back and I spent my lunch break looking at the um looking at the worst run now this may not be the single worst run and it's just Premier League stats yeah. but that's what people are talking about in 93-94 which is what everyone's talking about we lost 8 games in a row 8 games in a row that's we, like just for context not even a draw in there not a draw that's a about a fifth of the season mm. we lost to Norwich West Ham Coventry Sheffield Wednesday Man United Swindon Sheffield Wednesday Blackburn and I've they're not even good sides, are they? <laughs> Swindon, not. So I've, I've gone slagging you off. <laughs> I've gone through. I've got the Spurs side, and I've got the Swindon and the Man United side, just to give you some Amazing. context. So Swindon, Nicky Hammond, Adrian Whitbread, Sean Taylor, Brian Kilkine, Luke Nyholt, Kevin Horlock, John Monker, Martin Ling, Nicky Summerby, Janage Fjordfoss, and Andy Murch with Paul Bowden and Keith Scott. None of these people you know about. Maybe Yannick. Martin, Martin Ling, director of football at Latin Orient these days. Mate, that is, that's a knowledge bombshell. I was coaching with Fjortoft. him. Uh, Fjortoft. Fjortoft was, was huge. Yeah, Andy yeah. Murch, Johnny Monker. Yeah, remember these guys. And listen to this Man United team. Who only beat us 1-0? Peter Schmeichel, Gary Pallister, Paul Parker, Dennis Owen, Steve Bruce, Roy Keane, Paul Lintz, Andre Konchalskis, Ryan Gids, Mark Hughes, Eric Cantona. With Brian that, that, that United back four is <laughs> ridiculous. Yeah. And then our team was uh, against Swindon. Do you, know, do you know we actually tried to sign Gary Paul, um, Paul, Paul Parker, didn't Paul we? Parker. Good player, Paul Parker. We had Eric Thorpet, Colin Calderwood, Steve Sedgley, <laughs> Dean Austin, Justin Edinburgh, Stuart Nevercott, Darren Anston, Darren Caskey, Nicky Barnby, Vinnie Samways and Paul Mahorn up front. Incredible. Right? I think there's six thing. of my all-time worst Spurs players in that time alone. <laughs> However, we are now in the worst run of, of games right now, according to half the Spurs fans. Jay, It was pretty bad. What's your... I remember the elation of winning the Carling Cup in 2008. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Although, I don't, I, actually, I don't remember being there because by the end of it, I was... Pretty drunk. Um, That's unlike you. <laughs> I mean. I've got. I've still got pictures of it. Um, but I remember quite vividly going on what felt like a never-ending slump immediately after. In fact, I don't think. I don't think we lost every game, but I certainly don't think we won. We got murdered four-one at Birmingham about five days after we beat Chelsea yeah, in that yeah. cup final. But I it, remember that game. It, it started an abysmal run. Yeah, an abysmal run. It was the, the end of the yeah, yeah, it lasted the end of the season. Yeah. And then it started again yeah. in August that then culminated yeah. in the departure of Rams. two points from eight games. Who took over? I can't remember. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, but, but that, that, that was really, really bad. Mm. I can't remember if, even if we won a game be- between then and the end of the season. I can look it up. But, uh, but we ended up very, very, very close yeah. to the relegation zone. And it was not good. Mm. But we'd won a cup. So we were all very, very, very forgiving of the situation. Against Chelsea as well. Against Chelsea, exactly. And at the time where we were as a club, we weren't a decent league team at all. We were a mid-table side. Mm. That was sort of what we were. 
But um, that, that was a side that, 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 that heralded promise. Yeah. There's a brilliant clip from that final. The Timu Tainio. You know exactly yeah, what yeah, yeah. Where he's pointing towards the, um, uh, the scoreboard when we're 2 1 up. Just, just giving it to Dropper, isn't <laughs> yeah. it? I think it's Dropper Ashley Cole. I might be both of them, but it's amazing. Mm. But I just wanted to start with that, just for some perspective, yeah. because we'll go on to the game against Liverpool now, which was a shocking performance and actually quite a good result for us in the end, first compared to what it could have been. But it's perspective. We've lost two league games. We've lost to Watford and we've lost to Liverpool, which is poor. But we've got more points at this stage in the season than we did last season. So if you're looking at it completely subjectively, we're further ahead at the start of the season than we have been at any point under Pochettino. Um, for me, it was more the manner of the defeat against Watford and Liverpool that were the most concerning. Yeah. When I saw the team sheet against Liverpool, I, I actually quite liked it. I thought, oh, he's going for diamond, something slightly different, a formation yeah. we don't normally use, a formation that we used against Real Madrid away last season and we used it fantastically and really stopped their midfield getting on the ball and dictating play. And I actually thought for the large period of the first half, we limited what Liverpool were creating. Doesn't mean I'm not saying we limited the chances Liverpool had because I think the chances Liverpool had were all from us <coughs> giving the ball away in ridic- absolutely ridiculous areas. And you just think... you. Know, any football fan knows Liverpool are going to press your back four. They're going to be all over you. Why even bother engaging with it? Why not play over the press? That was my biggest frustration yeah. with it. I yeah. thought the diamond defensively worked really well. I didn't think that their midfield were getting yeah. on the ball much. I thought Salah, who had a lot of chance in the second half, but in the first half didn't really do too much. It was only when they nicked it and broke that, that they got in. Um, the goal was... The first goal was terrible goalkeeping and I hadn't even realised it was Worms fault until watching it back on match of the day because I yeah. didn't actually realise that the punch that he completely fluffed was a punch I didn't yeah. even think he got anywhere near it um, it was shocking keeping and looking back on it it wasn't even a, a difficult ball to deal with really it was a fairly routine cross has mm. come in clear your lines and yeah. it wasn't a great header from Dyer either and it was a good finish from Wijnaldum uh, at the back post but it was it was poor goalkeeping from Vaughan. Um, I don't think we've I've seen us make that many mistakes mm. since those teams of the nineties. But what, what was with the? It the was ch- it was a, that 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 for me. I, I mean, I, yes, they were better than us, and I think you know different perspectives on on their performance were that that, that, that they knew what they were what they were in for, yeah. and they and they and they were happy to sit back and absorb mm. our pressure and our possession because they know that we only play the possession way um, and when that starts to go awry we, we start mm. making simple mistakes of course we are going to put Vorm under the sort of pressure that when he doesn't play week in week out yeah. is, is going to yield mistakes mm. and I think that is the problem with, with Michel Vorm he just doesn't play every week yeah. I'm sure he's a, he's, a, he's a bloody good keeper but he needs yeah. a run he, and he's never had a run and this yeah. is the problem with second and third keepers before we even get to the fact that Genuinely, I started to see signs of serious fatigue. Mm-hmm. You know, Eric Dyer played the full 90 against Switzerland. Captain, didn't he? Um, and just before Trippier you, did as well. Just as before you go on about Dyer, he gets a lot of stick. You don't captain your country on multiple occasions if you're not a quality player. He's a quality player. Yeah, but he didn't he, play quality. didn't play well. No. But he didn't play... I, but the we, football we know he can play he's been playing with a back three behind him right so when he turns around and passes to the centre of the box where there's usually a central defender there wasn't one there so part, part of the thing he didn't do well was misplacing passes because it wasn't what he was used to he should be passing at an angle left or right but they weren't there and, they were, yeah. and so that was a big problem I think as well with Dyer, he, he was playing a position against Liverpool that he, as far as I'm aware, he hasn't played in his entire career, the right yeah. side of a diamond. Mm. That's an extremely yeah. specialist position and I completely yeah. understood the thinking of yeah. Dyer on the right, Winks on the left. I was surprised to see it, but yeah. actually yeah. after a couple of minutes you're like, no, yeah. it makes sense because what Dyer and Winks have got are legs in midfield and they can get from side to side. And when you play a diamond, yeah. one of the biggest things is the players on the side of your diamond have to get... Excuse me. Have to get across the pitch as quickly as possible when the opposition transition the play. So if yeah. you're on the right hand side of the diamond and it's on the upper side of the pitch, you're tucked in and you're narrow. Yeah. As soon as they switch it, you have to get out as soon as possible to stop them getting around the back of the diamond because yeah. that's how you play against the diamond. 
And I thought Dyron Winks did that really, really well yeah. in the first half. Dyer was terrible in possession, absolutely yeah. terrible. But I think defensively, the whole system, in my opinion, worked in the first half. But it's just individual errors. As a manager, yeah. what, what can you do? So, so you, you think it's about Dyer playing a, a, a slightly unfamiliar position. I, I agree I on think that. it's about fatigue. Mm. I'm not sure. So I, I think about this fatigue thing a lot because Sun came out of the weekend, didn't he, and say fatigue is, doesn't exist. But I massively believe it does. You know, I'm I'm not an elite athlete. None of us will ever be anything close to an elite. Well, athlete. ASD, to be fair, of, of 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 the present company, there is only one elite athlete. I don't know. Well, it's me. And then, <laughs> <laughs> no, but the, that's what I was going to bring up. So when I, 2014, when I was training, like six days a week for my ultra marathon I'd get up at 4.30 I'd run a half marathon and then I'd run long long runs so I'd do that Monday to Thursday and then I'd have a day off on Friday and I'd run two long distances 30k 40k every day Saturday and Sunday and even if I had a day off even if I had two days off even if I had a week off with an injury I was exhausted mentally and that's just running by myself I can't believe that these guys who've been playing so many games. Did you watch that Michael Owen thing on BT Sport, that 10-minute thing where it was really emotional about how... He talked about how many games he played by the time he was 26, 27. He just played way more games. Kids are playing way more games these yeah. days. It's the same with rugby players. They're, rugby players, are, you have a look at Sam Warburton, who's retired at the age of 28, because his body's knackered. He's 28. He's not even approaching the peak yet. And I... You really worry. Torres was a really obvious example where he just peaked. He peaked at just Liverpool. Burned out. He just burned out. I, I think it's a real problem. Yeah. These kids, these kids haven't had a break. Kane has had. He's got a young child who's same age as mine, and then he's got another baby. Like that's yeah. tiring. I know he's probably got nurses and his missus looks after him. Well, what Kane does is he li- he leaves the wife and kids at home in Essex. <laughs> nice part of the world. Which is which is which is. I'm not saying this is the right or wrong thing to do, but but he then has. His own apartment, yeah, just 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 at the top of Enfield. Well, Lineker and Bale used to have. They yeah. So he he is literally minutes away mm. from from the training ground up at White Webs, and I think that 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 is the difference. I think there, my my own personal view. I think I think we're seeing Kane playing a completely different way with two up top, and and I think that that doesn't work. That that does not work. No. I don't see the same fatigue with Kane, although I do see a level of reticence to take on a ball early and quick and take on a defender the way he might he might mm. once have done. But I don't think it's it's baby fatigue. Baby fatigue is Christian Eriksen. He yeah, has not gone. been the same since he's had his baby. I've got a s I've got a different opinion on, on this tiredness and I think from playing football and not a good level at all. But you're only ever tired when you're losing and when you haven't got the ball. If if you're in front in a game, you don't you don't even think about how tired you are. It's when you're chasing around for ninety minutes and you think, God, we're two 0 down. Mm. That's when fatigue kicks in. I think it's different with what you're saying about your running because when when you're running, it's a solo thing. And yeah, yeah. one of the biggest challenges challenges I imagine is being in your own head. And oh, it's yeah. so much time yeah, for yeah, thinking because yeah. you're literally just like, right, I'm literally going to run for half a day today. Yeah. Whereas with football, you're never really thinking about your tiredness. You're always thinking, where's the ball? My yeah, yeah. and this stuff. And I think it only ever kicks in when you're losing games. Ooh. I think last season when we were on great runs and we're playing twice a week and we're winning, no one ever seems to talk about fatigue when sides winning. But as soon as you start losing games, it's always tired, he needs this, he needs that. I agree that Kane doesn't look sharp at all and he does look like he could do with just a bit a few days off I don't necessarily think he needs to miss two or three games or some people are saying but just don't train or just do really light training for a couple of days to get yourself back into it um, the, the, Eden Hazard doesn't look tired and he went a long way the most overrated player in the Premier League and we can talk about he that he went later. 36 games without a goal everyone forgets that that's that, thing, that yeah, season yeah. when he just he takes on a lot of people he doesn't assist or score as much as he should do last season we didn't have the World Cup that, they, that mm. this lot just had but then on the flip side Nations League where's yeah. that come from on the, on the flip side of that the, the, the summer before that when it was the Euros we had oh, Grant England didn't get as far into it but we had lots of players in that tournament and we come back and we were okay I just think fatigue is one of them things that it's a bit of an easy blame when sides aren't playing well and I don't I, don't, I just don't necessarily agree with it so I, I I can see both sides Aaron Ramsey requested to come off due to tiredness that was his word tiredness 
Um, but it's an interesting one. Mm-hmm. I, think the le- I think we just show lethargy in chasing the game that we wouldn't have ordinarily done. Now, I've seen us become a little bit more uncertain as we chase a game, but here I didn't even see uncertainty. Mm-hmm. I just saw lethargy. Mm. And, 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 that, and that, to me... And, and that's between 50 and 70 minutes. Mm. But, I mean, when we're chasing a game, I thought, where is the... the, the, the there was one, one move... That, that indicate that I thought we we we, were, we are going to go into a high energy passage of play mm, now mm. and a passage of the game and that's when Mora broke the ranks. Yeah, you should have um, scored, shouldn't they? Should have scored. Really yeah, dra- should dragged near it, post. dragged mm, it near yeah. post, and I th- you, you could take the he could have taken the keeper on mm. far post. And I think he'd have had more chance. But right. but I, I and we didn't see anything else after that for fifteen minutes no. that got the ball even close to the I final. I think the post. introduction of Lamella was a point. I'm. I'm, I'm always on the fence with Lamella. One week I love yeah. him, the other week I hate him. I think, what are you doing? He was outstanding when he came against Liverpool. He changed the whole game. He got on. The first thing he did was popped it to Trippier and made a 40-yard run in behind. Trips played the ball in. We got a cross in, one corner, crowds up. First thing he did, he, it seemed to me like he was the only player that was willing to run the other way. Everyone yeah. wanted the ball in fit, to feet. And he was yeah, the only yeah. one that was like, actually, you know, all the space is yeah. behind. In and behind. I'm not a football expert, but you know against Liverpool, the areas you can really get at them is are their centre-halves dragging them into full-back positions. Yeah. It's that ball in the channel. The, one of the things, Liverpool were just a better team than us. They got to the Champions League final and they spent money on top of that team. Like, let's not forget that. I don't think they are. I don't think they're Champions League finalists by I think, any stretch of imagination. Us, I think us at our best, we are, we are a measure of them. Oh uh, yeah, I'm talking yesterday. And I'm talking oh, yeah, about the one this, the reverse fixture last season was not an anomaly because we deserved it but I think that raises your level of expectation because mm. we got four points off them last season it could have been different definitely in their away, mm. that away game as well if we won 2-1 I think people yeah. right now we wouldn't be re- reacting mm. as bad as we did yeah. I don't know how you play um, a defence with Van Dijk at his peak as well when you look at that, that, that's game. the improvement they made I think he had a very 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 good game the, the man in the Liverpool it's, it's, back four is Joe Gomez though for me I think he's going to be such a good yeah. player he reminds me of an early days Rio Ferdinand the way yeah. that he, he invites the ball in behind the full back in the yeah. channel he actually wants you to play it no centre half one had to yeah. go in that area and he, at one point he was matching Lucas Moura when Moura burst through yeah. and I was like here we go he's in and Gomez just literally a couple of strides yeah. his level with him yeah, I is. thought he was I thought he was excellent um, but I want to talk about the goal as well in the second half, the, the, the second Liverpool goal. Vorm again? Yeah, definitely. Vorm is at, at fault. He's not a very... I, I don't think it's a run. I just think he's he's been our second keeper for so long. He just, he's not very good. I just it's, it's, it's the Kane problem. Who do you get to sit mm. behind Lloris? Who do you get to sit behind Kane? Both Llorente and Vorm are not good enough. And I'm worried that tomorrow, a game which kicks off at six o'clock, but for everyone who's listening, um, that he's... He's going to be our keeper. Mm. I mean, we'll come on to him too because I've got a few yeah, questions sorry. about that. So, so, sorry, you, you mentioned you mentioned Lamella, mm. and you, you don't know whether you love him or hate him. I think Poch, po- I think Poch is the same. Yeah. Mm. I mean, having had a, a, not a bad season last season when when he played, yeah. he didn't he, he didn't start against he didn't start against but from memory he came on against Fulham and changed the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did. One one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Came on, yeah. changed the game. Do you remember that yeah, run? Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think I think spurred us on to three one. Yeah. Um, a couple of games later, he's not even on the subs bench for yeah. Watford. Mm. Didn't even make the subs bench. It's strange. What is going it? on there? It's weird. I, I did. and I thought uh, his fight. You know what what he did to Liverpool when we played them at Anfield for the two two alone. Mm. I thought would have vindicated him starting mm. just to wind them up. Mm. Mm. And we didn't see him start. I understand why he didn't start. But again, he came on and changed the game. I do not understand what our problem is with, with Eric. There's the difference between starting and coming on to change mm. your game, right? What's needed? When players are knackered mentally, he's a player I think you can lock out of a game. But if he comes on, he's got that super aggressive, he's fresh. Mm. I think he's quite a sharp-minded individual. Mm. And there's a big difference in coming on on 70 minutes versus yeah. coming on starting. I think he's better as a sub. Definitely. I think he comes on and makes an impact. And I agree with what you say. I think he's one of them players. He sees, he sees a picture as well as any of them do. I, didn't, I, didn't, I don't think we've seen enough of him. But what, what I like about him is he's a plan B. He's very, very different to Mora and Son, mm. which is really good. He's not just, like, he's not just this nippy winger who'll get in. He, he's incredibly one-footed. Then he'll play it. He's, I think he's our best through ball. He's our best triangle player, our best mm. through ball player. 
I've always thought he's better in a central position, Lamella, when he's getting the ball on the half turn and going at centre half. So that's one of the problem with that is he hasn't got a right foot, which we saw with that that ridiculous goal, the Rabona goal. Which means if you're in a central position, you have to be able to use your right foot, and he mm. can't. So he has to be on the left, where he can. Mm. He's got a much greater field mm. of vision. He took his goal well though against Liverpool. That finish was absolutely oh, fantastic on the volley. And brilliant. I mean, we oh, then Luke. we then a minute later should should have had a penalty, yeah. which in the ground that that was in front of me. That's forty metres. Didn't see it. Yeah. Did not see. It. I just thought Suns miskicked that, and no one really yeah. appealed for it either. It would have been so, so so with the AR. That's two two. Yeah. Yeah. That would have been granted a mugging. <laughs> but Stripey jumper jump. <laughs> Absolute robbery. <laughs> Well, one other point, just on the losses before we move on. Against Liverpool and Watford, I feel like we've gone away from what we do best. Mm. I feel like we've been more worried about the opposition in the last two games than we have about what we're good at. And I get you have to adapt your tactics slightly to bear in mind who you're playing against, but we've been playing Kane in a position which isn't his best position. He's our best striker. We've been playing Ericsson in a position that isn't his best position, and he's our best creative player. And I think you can really see, especially with Ericsson, when he's not playing just off the side or in a 10, it just doesn't have any influence on the game. And you're asking him to then do defensive duties, which we know he's not good at. He'll run himself into the ground, but we know he's not good defensively. And I get Potch's thinking, which has been... I don't want Spurs to be predictable because that was always our problem in the Poch early days and Redknapp. You know what you're going to get. Formation yeah. tactics, it's the yeah. same. If you stop it, you'll stop Spurs. So I get that he's tweaking it and trying different formations, but I think potentially he's gone a little bit too far the other way and we need to go back to what we're good at, which is bullying teams in the middle of the park, getting the ball wide, getting balls in the box. Yeah. That's what we're good at and we just haven't really seen much of that in the last two games, which has been frustrating. Yeah. I remember Ferguson said uh, in the in the like the golden age of the Premier League when it was like Keenan Vieira versus Vieira that era of when Arsenal were coming off the back of the Invincibles when Arsenal were really good Man United when it was those two you know yeah. and he Ferguson said the only team he changed his tactics for were Arsenal and you remember when Barcelona were tippy tapper at their best every team changed the way they played mm. and that's what we did for Liverpool and I think if there's one team we're going to change the way we play for it's probably going to be Liverpool because they've got such a distinct style. But it, it was nev- no, never more obvious that we changed everything. We changed our formation, we changed mm. our style for them, and it just didn't work for us. We changed our game, so we reacted to them. Mm. If you read The 48 Laws of Power, which is my favourite book, um, you, one of the laws of power is to be aggressive, be on the front foot, and make people react to you. Yeah. And that's what they did, and we, we just weren't ready, because it, it meant you were always thinking, like you said about the running. Football, you shouldn't have to think as much but because everyone was out of position or mm-hmm. slightly off, they were thinking. And so yeah. it, it's a lot harder to be thinking for an hour and a half. Yeah. You know? And I'm just, I'm, like I said, I'm all for adapting. And obviously you would always say to your left back against Liverpool, keep an eye out for Salah. He's probably not going to track you every time. Mm-hmm. You can choose your runs. I, I get that. Or you say to your centre midfielder that's playing on the left, just keep an eye out. Don't bomb on. Mm-hmm. Be conservative. I, I get that. But I, what, what has frustrated me is that we've adapted and still not played to our strengths. Was like you talk about yeah, Ferguson, yeah. he was the master in those big games at adapting, stopping the opposition's big player, but still using Giggs and Beckham and getting yeah, the ball yeah. in the box. And I think under Potts, we've been brilliant at that. And like one of the things we've done the best over the last three or four years is stopping the opponent's best player. Yeah. I think we're brilliant at that. Mm. And to somewhat, we did it against Liverpool with Salah, but we didn't use our strength. It was just incredibly frustrating to watch us. In that kind of performance, in that kind of manner, it was, it was a tough it was a tough watch. I know we're wrapping this up, but I haven't taken on my season tickets. I can't afford both the money and the time at the moment. And it was one of those games where I'm super grateful that I did it. Because I saved five hours of travel. Mm. I saved, <laughs> but see, you know, I saved... So Finchley Road stop-off. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love your Finchley Road stop That made my day. <laughs> but like, I, I, I travelled in a really bad hangover, and that made my hangover feel, <laughs> feel palatable. I had, to, I had the whole day... Wasn't that bothered because I was out and then I watched mm. it? You know, I saved all of that because Spurs were just annoying. It reminded me of Redknapp. Anyway, yeah. let's move on. Final thing: we win our next two games and Liverpool lose their next two. We'll be level on points. That's how tight it is at this point in the season. So I think Mate, you can't read can't judge too much. No, you've got to give it a dozen games before the table starts to pan. Ferguson used to say, "Get make sure you're in in and around it during Christmas, and it's after Christmas when it counts." We've got a massive game tomorrow night in the Champions League into Milan away. So um, just looking at the news. Mm. Trippier and Alderweireld have not travelled to Milan. Um, a technical decision, says Pochettino, but he won't elaborate. Foyth, 
and Nkudu aren't in the Champions League squad, mm-hmm. and Ali, Lloris, and Sissoko are still injured. So that's that's five players. So that will be or it'll be a back four then tomorrow night. Yeah. With Aurea right back and Sanchez and Vertonghen at centre half. I really don't like Aurea. I really don't like him. He will be Aurea. But he might be one of those players who's just better on a on a, in the Champions League. Like when Sun when he first joined, he mm. was absolutely brilliant in Europe. Mm. We'll see. I mean, it's it's going to be a tough game. They're not the force they were into, but still, it's 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 a tough game going into that. And given the injuries and that that you've just read out, and then we got the weekend. We've then got Brighton away That's it, after Brighton that. Away. So oh, yeah. you know what? Just looking at our Just Premier League fixtures, we've got Brighton, Huddersfield, Cardiff, the next yeah. three. So actually, looking at it, in three games' time, we could be sitting in the top three if we win those games. Inter Milan's team: Icardi, Nangolen, uh, Larito Martinez. Perisic I've got Brozovic Mario yeah Asamoah Brozovic Stefan Debridge whatever his name is Miranda there's some really good teams Handanovic there's some really decent they're a good side yeah but they've been awful yeah but they've got a lot of decent players and also going to them and going to decent players going to the San Siro is never an easy task anyway like it's going to be a tough game but I'm still I'm confident we could go there. We need yeah. to go there and win as well. Like I I, I don't even, I think a draw would be okay, yeah. but the first game in the group in the Champions League is massive. Yeah, yeah. but that whistle no. goes tomorrow. You we, want to win. We like, have to win. We have, I think remember, we have to win. This is the same position. Do you remember we went Dortmund at home. Suddenly four minutes in, Sun burst yeah, in, and we done it. And then Kane scores. Probably my favourite yeah. goal of the um, the group stages where he probably pushes someone. That was such a high quality game that one against yeah. Dortmund oh, as well amazing. last year. Bamiyan got an offside goal which was massively onside and that would have changed oh, the yeah, game yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. and they opened out the away allocation didn't they 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 completely opened it up I think beyond, it was all beyond, season beyond, beyond ticket holders that went for it got it no way yeah. 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 so I'm hoping it's the same you up for Barca I'm, 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 I'm applying for the away game for oh, yeah. Barca because that will just be Yeah. I don't want to I don't want to have a small club mentality but like it's Barcelona away. Like I don't yeah, know yeah. when we're realistically no. going to play them again. You We've just don't know how things will happen. Years. I can't wait. Right. I've got so, my like, ticket. I just want to see Messi in the Champions League as well. Yeah. Like, there's yeah, so yeah. many. Are you going to Barcelona home. home game? Yeah. Are you going home? Uh, no, Sam and Mr. Oh, Elsina are doing the home one. Because, but it's like I'm going to go for the away one. I went to watch Barca play last year. It's like it doesn't mean as like Sam's not seen them, so it's yeah. like it's, it probably means yeah. more to him to go and watch the home game. Um, but if that if the away game if we get tickets for that that oh, will just be on what another level work. I've booked the whole week off work already <laughs> in preparation <laughs> the whole so, week yeah. what are you going to do I've got a lot of holiday still to take um, you're just going to go for that week I don't know if I'll go Airbnb. for the whole week but I was even thinking if I don't get a ticket to still go out there for a few days just to watch yeah. it out there would be just pretty to, nuts just to tear tear it up on that one exactly, <laughs> exactly. Um, what are your predictions for the Inter game tomorrow night 2-1 Spurs, 2-0 Spurs. I feel like Jay's going to be... <laughs> I'm not confident at all. You're not. I I'm think really, really not confident. 3-1 Oria to give away a penalty. They see that's quite yeah. really... 3-1 Inter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I think I'd like to see Gazaniga start. No! <laughs> no. Everyone's been saying this. Is it time for Gazaniga to get a game? He's played once for us. Granted, he was unbelievable in that game. But that is a... Ginormous risk. He's played the same amount of games he's, he's as, as Kane foot, has. He's six foot six. I'm I'm all for it. Get let's get rid of what's his face or make him third choice form. Gazzini, you might as well. If, we, if not, we get rid of him. Why have we got him? Can you imagine the nerves that he's played one game? Inter away in the San Zero. Can you imagine the nerves? I don't think it. I think it will be form up. I'm really, I'm sure. I'm really surprised if it's. I I know. We know. We know who's going to play. We know it before. And then we've got Brighton at the weekend as well. Yeah. um, Which is a tough game in the sense that they don't concede many goals. Brighton. They're quite Mm. a compact side and they're difficult to break down. And we found that last year we beat them. 2-0 2-0 at home and I think we drew 1-1 away in the end with them so yeah. that's not going to be an easy game as well and we need our players fresh yeah. for that would you make changes in the Champions League bearing them on the points you've made about fatigue are there any big there, players there, that you there'll rest? be a few changes but, but, but the nucleus of our side I think will stay mm. largely the same would you play right? Kane? We'll still, yeah, yeah I think, I'm pretty sure Kane will play I think he will Son Son will definitely play I can see Lamella starting yeah. for Ericsson for Ericsson? Yeah, I can't, I can't see Ericsson. I know, but he just... 
I think Lamella um, might get a start <coughs> against Lamella. Lamella, Mora, Ericsson, and Son. You reckon? I, yeah, there's no way he's dropping Ericsson. No I, I think Lucas might drop out further into game. Son. Really? Yeah, I could see that. And then him rotating them again. The Premier for the League one. player of the month dropping out. Well, it just—it wouldn't surprise me. I didn't think that he was great against Liverpool and into space. Yeah, I think that they're, they're an Italian side, aren't they? Going to wise yeah. up to all of that kind of stuff. So, mm, yeah, and prediction for the Brighton game then? One, one I can nil. see them shitting on us, them seagulls. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, all day. Interesting waiting for that. So one nil Brighton then. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one nil Spurs, and it'll be the one that gets the fans back on board and yeah, yeah I, you know. I think it'll be tight but I see them scoring but I don't think at the back we look that great at the minute I see a 2-1 but Didn't I think they lose be to a tight game they lost to Bournemouth am I making this oh, up they, they lost tonight. to Bournemouth I didn't even look they're at any of they've got Southampton tonight I think have they yeah um, but that that's not going to be an easy game no game no, is no anyway games. but um, yeah. that's a game really like if we uh, our next three Millwall Millwall was easy the 6-0 that's yeah. the easiest game we've ever seen us play um, just because yeah. like you always think of like Stevenage when we played Stevenage and we drew nil nil away that was still a def- back three Ryan Nelson when it, <laughs> yeah. that and was desperate Gallas and Dawson desperate that was slowest the pay, yeah the legs in that defence probably like Corluca as a wing back or something <laughs> like that be conservative um, let's do the We Are Tottenham Hotspur quiz so I'm going to give you a game oh. and the date of that game yeah. The formation that Spurs played, and then about half of the team. So you've got to try and figure out who the other players are. So this game is 2nd of December, 1996. Oh, God. It's Tottenham nil, Liverpool 2. Oh. We played 4-4-2 formation. 96. Okay, so 96, 96, I was. Um, <laughs> goalkeeper was... Do you, want a, do you want a bit of paper? Do you want to write this down so you can try and keep track of... I'll write on my phone, right. Um, so in goal was Ian Walker. Lovely, lovely hair. Love that. Okay. Um, the right back is a question mark, so that's one you've got to get. Yeah. The two centre halves were Colin Calderwood yeah. and he whose name shall never be spoken. Oh. Is that part of the quiz? No, that's a player I'm giving you, I just can't bring myself to say his name. Judas. Judas. Um, oh. Left back is a question mark. Not Edinburgh. You're keeping... Not yet. Wait, oh, but yeah. it's not Edinburgh. Um, right midfield is also a question mark. Centre midfielders yeah. are David Howes yeah. and Alan Nilsson. Oh, wait there. Sorry, right midfield was a question, a question mark. mark. Yeah. Centre midfield, David Howes, Alan Nilsson. Yeah. Left-hand side of midfield is a question mark. Yeah. Strikers, Teddy Sheringham. Yeah. And the other one is a question mark. So you need the right back, the left back, the right winger, the left winger, and a striker. So that's right Tottenham nil, Liverpool two, oh. 1996. All right then, left back. Ninety six. Mm-hmm. I'll give you a clue then. Starting with the right back, he was a player that he was captain for a bit. He was sort of as ever present in that era. Had a good career with a couple of other Premier League clubs after us. Irish. Car. Yeah. yeah, Steve Carr, best goal of the same. Best goal of the yeah. Um, Steve there. Carr's a right back. Um, a clue on the striker, if you're struggling. Um, bit not of a Klinsman. Ta- not Klinsman. Bit of a target man. Paul Stewart? No. No, no. Got a lot of no. goals for Crystal Palace in the Premier League. Stantos is screaming. This is why I hate Always this injured and had a headband. Like, always had his head wrapped up because he cra- was cracking his head open and... I don't know, this is not Nothing. This is not game for me. Is right midfield, um, what's his face? Anderton. Not Darren Anderton. Shin- right hand side of midfield, his shirts were always about a thousand sizes too big of, bigger not than what he had. Not Not Redknapp. Not Samways. No. Similar type of player to Aaron Lennon in terms of quite a small winger. Fox. Rule Fox. Rule Fox. Shiniest man ever. <laughs> Everyone's shirts were bigger than that. that Especially area. Foxes. Were they wearing yeah. Pony? Is it that pony yeah, they, they were wearing the team pony. was, to be honest? Almost I think. <laughs> 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 left back. And left, left back, and you still need the striker. And the left midfielder. You need the left back, the left mid, and the striker. I hate this game. I could join the answers. The striker. Oh, God, always wore a bandage. <laughs> well, in my mind, he was always bandaged. In my head. Up. I don't know. Okay, I'll give you the answers. 
So right back was Steve Carl you got. The left back was Clive Wilson. Oh, I'd never have got him. No. You've got Rule Fox as the right hand side of midfielder. The left hand side of midfielder was Andy Sinton. Oh, oh yeah. God. Got him on a match, man. And the centre forward, I'm surprised he didn't get this, Chris Armstrong. Oh, bloody hell. Oh, God. Did, Always had his that, head in a bandage, no? Didn't have never delivered. He's got did dreads he? now, hasn't he? Yeah. Seen him now? Never yeah. delivered. Have you seen him now? Yeah. Yeah, I think he's Crystal Palace. He's still Crystal Palace's top scorer in the Premier League. Just never delivered for us since the start of last season. Payet is still West Ham's most creative player. Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Did you see that goal he scored? Oh my, yeah, ridiculous. So that team then was Ian Walker, Steve Carr, Colin Calderwood, Judas, Clive Wilson, Rule Fox, David Howes, Alan Nilsson, Andy Sinton, Teddy Sheringham, Chris Armstrong. Can we do? Can we just do... I've been doing that and I've been being told it's too easy. Oh. So. To be honest, I think that, that, that team would have got beaten 8-0 by Liverpool <laughs> on Saturday. But would also have beaten the Spurs team <laughs> on Liverpool <laughs> put out. Yeah. Wouldn't it as well? Right, let's do a fantasy football update. You, you're both in the league. No, I'm, you not, doing, I'm no. not doing it this season just because it takes up too much time. And, you know, when I, when I win, I win properly and I need to put time into it. Yeah. James Lamont is still top, 373 points, he's bossing it. Richard Healy's still in second. And then our very own Abbas what? into still? the top three. He has got he's a gone lot back of up time. and he has got a lot of time. No um, one's ever seen his girlfriend, have they? <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> Hot Totty trilogy into third place. So. Is that him? That's him. There is that his missus and then the, the girl from like Spain and the girl from France? Oh, I mean, I don't think we should be talking about We're that. We're not allowed to talk she, about I mean, she's, she's obviously going to be listening to this show. Because How does a pillow else. listen to a show? <laughs> <laughs> um, I've got some listener questions yes. that I'm just going to rattle off at you. So, Jay, the first one to you. This is from I Know Alan Gilzine on Twitter. He said, what's with Dembele at the base <coughs> of the midfield? Why do you think Potts has become Tinkerman with the formation and the side this season? Brilliant. I, 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 <laughs> I, I was I, I was surprised to see us. I, I mean, I you, you thought bravery with the, with a diamond. I was surprised mm. to see us play it. Mm. Okay. Um, ASD. This is from Sluice Twenty Three on Twitter. Um, again, why has Potts changed the formation? If it wasn't broken last season, why is he trying to fix it? Because you can't. You you constantly have to move forward. You can't just sit still, particularly in a place where you get found out quickly. All the attention's on us all the time. You can't just sit there and do the same thing. You can't do the same thing and expect the same results in nearly everything in life. And it's exactly the same here. We didn't buy anyone, so we have to evolve. It's that simple. Uh, Jay, this is from Stato, and there's a series of questions in here. Um, I won't go, go into what he said about Vaughan because we've covered that, but he said, why can't Ericsson recreate his international form? I think it's... I mean, we've, we've covered the fatigue piece, mm. haven't we? But I think... I think, I think to be honest, I, I disagree with the need to constantly evolve. I think a level of stability... Yeah, 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 yeah. A level of stability. Yeah, yeah. So, 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 him playing off, off Kane, alongside Ali was was working for us, and it, I think it continued to. Mm-hmm. And he's also said, "Has Dyer been away on a stag weekend because he played like he has?" <laughs> well, yeah. and we've covered this. It was it was yeah. Wednesday, yeah. 90 on Wednesday. Players in the centre of the park always get the most attention because there's the most happening around them by mm-hmm. laws of averages. So you get the most. They just get a lot of attention, don't they? Mm. Um, ASD, Giles Edwards on Twitter says, do our players believe their own hype a little too much, reflected in perceived lack of effort? I saw this question, and it's, it's definitely interesting. I mean, literally, I can never know, but there's definitely a point where you can see, you've seen a lot of them say, we need to deliver trophies this season, mm. so they all know what they're meant to be. So I, it may play a part of it, and it worries me when people come to the end of this season, they see... Vertonghen is in his year last year mm. or the Verald might leave like there's going to be questions asked and we definitely plateaued like our peak I would argue our peak was two se- the last season of White Hart Lane where we didn't lose a game yeah. um, we were smashing it like 86 it. points or something like Ridiculous. that we did so well that season we just Wembley was a bit of a struggle although we had some amazing moments and maybe maybe they're, I think they're just reaching maturity and they're just mm. we're not you know when a kid's when you buy in Delhi Ali and he's, he gets better and better and better and then it begins to plateau naturally we're just plateauing he also says as well am I simply overreacting due in part to the scars inflicted on us during the 90s 
I think the overreact. I think it depends on yeah. what you're reacting to, but everyone reacts game by game, and that's the mistake. You have to look at it long term. You have yeah. to step back and have a look at what the pattern is, not what the single result is. Pep Guardiola said, "You lose games in the season. That's just what happens. That's not a winning mentality. But if you're if you're stiff, you then you'll break. If you go, we have to win every game, then you'll break. And suddenly, if you do lose the game, then suddenly your mentality's gone. So you have to take the ups and the downs. And I think I, the Watford defeat was worse than the Liverpool one. The performance was bad. Liverpool were just better than us. Was Watford? We should have won that game, and that that was worse than the Liverpool game. That's and it's we're now on two two losses. This week's a big week, I think, where we have to react. I'm not too worried about it. Reacting to the 90s, I think there's a lot of people who remember a lot of crap. And there's a lot of people who just don't know it. Like, you see a lot of our international fans who first came to Spurs in the first Champions League game six years ago. Like They haven't known what a lot of people have known. And it, it, it's, it's not that you, you go into every game and they lose and you, you learn to deal with the rejection. It's just the expectation that next year is going to be this crap and the following year is going to be crap. Like you've supported Wales in rugby in the 90s it was exactly the same you just go we might have one good result like, I remember sporting Wales in football we beat Italy 1-0 2-1 I think Del Piero scored but we, we beat them that was the best result that mm. they'd ever had until we beat Belgium in the Euros mm. two years ago and it, it's it's the expecta- expectation that kills you mm. I, I listened to the Elon Musk podcast with Joe Rogan this morning he said happiness is expectation minus re- um, ha- is reality minus expectation or whatever it is and Spurs players are Spurs fans have just got their expectations too high. I'm not saying have lower expectations, just saying mediate, just get, get like learn what we are. Yeah, but we've seen this current crop of players, having said that. Yeah. We've seen them grow up together. And true. I think where we'd have gone down to a Watford and a Liverpool, we'd yeah. have, we'd have, we'd have hunted them down. Yeah, I we weren't we haven't been right. I'm not denying that. You know, and I definitely think there's there, there is this is not this is not just a blip. There's there's something Wrong. You reckon? With this this group of players right now, around, and we 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 keep talking about it. We, there is something wrong with their fitness at large. You see, I think that is such an overreaction on two poor result, poor results, yeah, and we're too. all agreed on that. But I just think that I agree with what you said, Asda. You're gonna you're gonna lose matches. It's, it's the nature of it. And I just think this is where we just need to be calm. Go back to basics. Go back to doing what we do best, right. which is taking the game to the opposition. Being solid defensively. In both in both situations, when we lo- when we went behind, we didn't really chase the game. Mm. Well, I feel like so there's, we... so, there's there's something in that. Yeah. There is something in that that that, that needs fixing. But that, we talking... were bloody lucky against United. You're talking about not to go minutes. not to go behind. Yeah, but you're talking about two lots of twenty minutes or two lots of. You're talking about like two hours worth. Yeah, our reaction. Talking... Yeah, and yeah. our reaction historically has what has what has. Is what's carved out a unique position for this club no, it's and this control. side or this side in this club's history. This side's all about the. We've always fought, and we and we stopped fighting. No, if we were in that season, was it three seasons ago where we scored like five last, literally last minute goals? Mm. I'd agree, but we're we're not a reactive counter-attacking side. We have far more control than that. So I, I don't think it is about. Well, I don't think we are a reactive club. We're not Leicester. Leicester, were, in the season they won the league, we're just a reactive counter-attacking team. We're not that. We have far more control, I think. Um, Jay, next question for you. This is from Steve Marsh on Twitter. Um, he said, Is not having a home stadium finally starting to affect the players? Normally we would have followed up the United win with a home match, which you'd fancy us, so things could have been a lot different before going into that Liverpool game. No. I'm not going to blame it on that. Because I think... We've had a whole season there, mm. and we know how to play at Wembley. Mm. And I think these players mm. are more professional than that. Mm. Still a pitch at the end of the day. Yeah, it's, it's, only of yeah. it's only a NWA pitch. It's only a pitch. said, a pitch is a pitch. Brilliant. Um, ASD XL THFC says, um, do you agree that it's time to stop playing people ahead of Kane positionally? I think the current formation is designed to seemingly bring the best out of Lucas is seriously hindering the impact of Kane and Ericsson. Yes. Yeah. Without yeah. a doubt. Um, Jambo9999 said, should we go back to 4-2-3-1 where everyone knows what they're doing? Yeah. Back to basics. I would love that. As much as you, to your point, ASD, about, about trying to evolve things and, and, and constantly outfox the opposition, 
um, yeah, I think I think we do. We, we 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 all know what we're doing. We all understand our relative position within the system within four two three one. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, two more. So Richard Stanton on Facebook said, "If you could guarantee that we'd win a single game this season, which game would it be?" Chelsea away <laughs> or Arsenal away? We haven't won Arsenal away. Or no, the Champions League final. That's what I was, was <laughs> yeah. going to say. That's the clever answer. Jay, I'd go City at home. Just at home. Yeah. In a few weeks, actually, as well, wasn't it? So that would be, be a big statement. Monday night as well. Um, Daryl tells on Facebook. Um, do we really want to stay in the Carabao Cup? I love that this is. The Car- we haven't even spoke about the Carabao Cup yes. all season, have we? But yes. I'm, I'm all for the Carabao Cup. Next week. That's Mid- next week. Middle of next week, isn't it? Yes. It's in Milton, the Milton Keynes game, isn't it? Um, no, yeah. no, I don't want to, I don't want to be, be in that. Yeah, I do. I want us to prioritise it. I want, it. I want us to prioritise the Carabao Cup. I don't, I don't want to be I want to win anything. I hate his name. It's, it's such a stupid name, isn't it? Yeah. Remember, remember I hate the fact that, that, it's, that, they, that they're also... Um, aligned through through a commercial partnership with Chelsea. Oh yeah, that's you know, they sponsor point. their kit, don't they? That's their their training point. kit. What do you think of the PSG Jordan one? Have you seen that? They've got the Jordan. Oh, yeah. Nike Jordan. So not Nike Jordan brand. I've done their first football shirt. And it's PSG away. I actually think the game. kit looks really nice. The kit nice. looks great. It's, really it's just nice. weird having a basketball yeah. player on yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. But it looks yeah. smart. But it's, it's just what it is now, isn't it? Really. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's everything. I mean, it's been a it's been a tough couple of weeks. It's been a tough. Couple um, of weeks. But we've got a great opportunity. We're into tomorrow night, and then three very winnable Premier League games coming up in the next month or so. Oh. So we've got Cardiff, Brighton, Cardiff, and Huddersfield. Yeah, in the we next need three. To. So and are you going gonna to cheer us up? Oh well, oh, you've got a brilliant joke, haven't you, to finish the show? I, I think you're going to cheer us up. Actually, before, before the joke. How's Junior? Because obviously I know you met up with him last week, Junior Malanga. Junior Malanga. So From he's Africa. been. So he's done something interesting. He's on a reverse missionary. So usually people go to Africa <laughs> to try and raise awareness, but he's actually gone to North London to raise awareness of Christianity. So I mean, the reception's really bad over there. So I'm really spoken too much. But he says, if if you were in charge of random steel. Uh, and the smouldering remains. I, I don't know where I'm going with this. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to just do your joke? Yeah, I'll just do my joke. No, now you've ruined it as well. I was going to drop it in there. Uh, but <laughs> before I do the joke, I'm nervous. Waiting before I for do this. the joke, I've um, I've got a new phone, the S9 Plus. It's really good. Um, but Our phones are available. Yeah, and if anyone wants to sponsor us, we're definitely up for it. But the um, I'm now working in an international thing and it loaded loads of my old contacts on there. So I've been through and deleted all the Germans from my phone. I've gone hands free. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. That's great. Are you not going to do the, the joke? I'm not going to do the Debbie McGee one. But, um, <laughs> I was only about my old girlfriend. Did I tell you about this? You didn't know. Um, she, uh, she in a wheelchair, bless her. Did I, did I tell you about this? Um, I... I broke up with her and I took her wheelchair and guess who came crawling back? <laughs> and on that bombshell, remember whatever happens, future's bright, future's lily white. Come on, you Spurs. I always thought there was very, very many people interested in football and I always thought that football was a very important game but I never realised until today just how important it is. Whether the Wonder Boys of White Hart Lane are or are not the team of the century can't possibly be more than a matter of opinion. Well, they're the finest team in Great Britain and one of the best in the world. We are about the glory of the game. We are about playing with style. We are Tottenham Hotspur. the ball, the billow of the net, the beating of the trap and the picking of the lock, the swiftness of thought, the lightness of touch. We are Ginola, Greaves, Klinsman. We are the collective gasp, the intake of breath, the flick, the trick, the 30-yard free kick. We are Hoddle, Mabbott and King. We are the lob, the chip, the dummy, and the volley. We are the hat trick, the scissor kick. We are 
build Nick. That is schoolboy's own stuff. We are the outside of the boot, the inside of the net, and those seconds that last forever. Van der Vaart to level it up. Raphael van der Vaart, 2-2! It's quite a game, isn't it always? We are Jennings, Defoe and Perryman. Glory past, glory future. What was, what is, what's next? We are Blancheflower, Ardelis and Bale. We are about winning with a flourish. We are about winning with style. We are about the glory of the game. Daring to try, daring to risk, daring to dream. To dare is to do.